Let's start <coughs> on page Chav Gimel. Chav Gimel. There are a few more Chavis Talmidim. I mean, a few more Svarim. Somebody needs. <coughs> the Rebbe was discussing the need the need to begin to learn at a very early age because of the development, the premature development of the imaginative of the imaginative capacity of children in modern times. We were talking a lot about that and trying to understand <coughs> the Rebbe's um, The Rebbe's evaluation of the change that's taken place in the uh, in, in the way children look at themselves and see reality from the older times and now, and the and as a result of that, the changes that we have to the changes that we have to make in, in the way that we're mechanic the children, and of course it all applies to ourselves as well. So, from an early age, the children now have a a sense of independence, or they believe that they're able to make their own decisions and to seek their own path. And they're the they're from the earliest time in life, they're already beginning to explore <coughs> a range of emotions that they're really not capable of of dealing with. And if we're not going to make the effort to direct their emotions, these unright emotions. If we don't direct them to holiness, so then, then they're going to, God forbid, leave the path of Yiddishkeit and 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 have nothing to do with Torah mitzvahs, Chas So on the bottom of Chav Gimel, So in the Pardis Rimonim of the Ramak, the Ramak has a, a really very, um, a very amazing discussion on the subject of colors. Every color, every color is connected to a different midah, to a different hanhagah in the world and in one, within oneself, and the different effects of colors. When a person is trying to awaken the midah sachesed and to connect to the midah sachesed, yislabish levonim, then white. Is the color of chesed, so you should wear white clothing. then red clothing, and so on. And the Ramak has a long discussion of the different midas and the different colors. and the Ramak says there, besides the deeper kabbalistic meaning of all of this. That if a person looks with his eyes at the at the water at the water rushing the current of water and river or something, that that itself awakens that quality within himself that's connected to to moisture and whatever that means. This koach of the levana of the of the this koach of the levana. Within himself, <clears throat> in other words, the, the the visual experience 
the visual experience is one that has a tremendous impact upon upon one's ruach, <coughs> one's feelings, one's ruach. The remark says that that this is something that is that we all know. We understand. We see this is obvious. That that what one sees with one's eyes has tremendous effect upon upon one's even one's body, and yispol haruchni, and upon one's ruach. And from that visual, from that visual experience, the body connects, makes that contact with the nefesh. The nefesh then is it awakens the ruach, and the ruach awakens the neshama. Until the person can be somehow that 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 physical experience that he saw with his eyes as a way somehow of transporting him, of lifting him. Up to a place of uh, the, the, the neshama is taken and makamikasa at the place to the to, to connect to the one to the only one to the one from where the neshama comes. We see you see you the neshama in its source. This is the ramak. So the Rebbe explains. This is the underlying and fundamental principle basis of all of chasidus. She is That one should be able to look at this world, to experience this world, not to reject the world, not to turn away from the world, but instead to be able to be able to use this world as a means of transporting oneself back to the source of all worlds. And whoever is even touched upon the teachings of the Balshamtov and his students knows it. That's the insight of all the which to us, after hearing it for so long, sounds like it's obvious, but it was really revolutionary, although it's not new in Torah. We see this is from Chazal and the Rishonim and the Mekubalim, but it's something that <clears throat> had sort of been put on the back burner, and as a result of that, it could be, again, in the earlier generations, at earlier times, the simple Jews, the Amcha, did not require that type of stimulation, as much stimulation as we need, or to tap into this Koach, of being stimulated by this world and it moving us towards the higher world. Because it could be that in earlier times the Hamonam were able to access the higher world without having to go through these kind of steps. Or that the outside world didn't have that much sway over them, didn't appeal to them that much at an early age. But now everybody's misspoiled from everything that they see around them. So the Rebbe says, <laughs> that one has to begin Bidvarm <laughs> the Meaning one begins at the lowest level. And from those physical types of stimulation, that a person can use that physical stimulation and the emotional stimulation to come to Madrig of spiritual stimulation. To holiness. And even if it doesn't get past that, that prime, that, that, that earliest stage. So he says, And this is the difference between a child and an adult. A chosid agadl, a mature chosid. Afim maschal, a 
even though he is initially at the very beginning awakened by some sort of, in other words, he's, he's, he's excited by some physical thing, by seeing something or experiencing something. That's how the Hisarius begins. So the, the advanced chassid, the mature chassid, knows how to, knows how to enter into these physical experiences. For instance, that which became more common among the chassidim, to, to drink together, to have some mashka together. And different types of simple machshavis, simple things, machshavis. That we spoke about in the Rebbe's writings in B'nai Machshavatova. That we saw that, that, that sometimes a person who can't, who's having a hard time thinking holy thoughts during the evening, Forget about holy thought. He's just having a hard time, you know, getting off the street and to enter into the words of Tefillah. So we see from the Kadmon, from the, from the Chayzef and Lublin and other Tzaddikim and the Ayav Yisrael and the Kedushas Levi that by thinking even of simple matters, thinking of one's family and how one loved one's wife and children, thinking from the love of one's child, that that opens up a certain, I mean, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's not, that's not Ahavas Hashem. But by but by thinking about one's children, or the Rebbe spoke, but even something like like you know uh, like like some good deal when dinimamidus, some financial deal that worked out and the person was excited about it. But the mature chassid is able to is able to set off that that excitement and to move immediately and comfortably into into ruchnius. Those people who just sit around drinking schnapps, and not and 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 the only place that sh- the only place for a lot of those people the schnapps is taking them. The schnapps is taking them into you know uh, into a lower place. The schnapps is not taking them to stam to drink. But but the 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 avoid of the chesedim was that that through that hisayrus, through that simple hisayrus, it leaves nefesh to ruach ruach. The, and we walked in the Shama and the Shama to the Makar HaKayim, to the source of all life. And that's something that one was able to, to see and to feel the Chush with the older Chassidim in those days when it was the way it was supposed to be and maybe now in some, in some hidden small groups. <coughs> but Lo Yishar Bis He doesn't just stay with a bottle of vodka. He's not stuck with a, he's not stuck in some like physical experience. <laughs> but you have, you know, I remember the first time that I really saw this you know, twenty years ago, twenty-one years ago. I really I didn't grow up in this way, so so uh, we, we were we were in the mountains, and you watch these nabuch, these women that the that the whole week long they're slaving, well, I'm just with the kids and making them crazy, and finally the tzaddikim come up right, like two hours before Shabbos, an hour and a half before Shabbos, the tzaddikim begin to pull in, and the first thing I was watching these guys like the troops they come in. They say hello to the kid, hello, you know, they have some tchotchke, hello to the wife. They sit themselves, sit themselves on the porch, time the wife has to bring out something. means from Shabbos, from the Macholi Shabbos, right? The taste of the Shabbos food a little bit before, a little bit before Shabbos. So, you know, I'm thinking like, 
I never see. I, I, and then I looked into it, and I and I saw that this taka, this ninyan, of course, and in halacha as well, to taste the Shabbos macholim. And I don't know. That's I don't think that's what they meant by uh, by you know taimer chaim zuhi. And this is like stam, you know, uh, to fresh on a piece of kugel a half hour before candle lighting. You know, the, there is ninyan of tasting the Shabbos macholim. I mean, and I wish I could have been there when the kedushas lady did that. But I don't think it was the same thing that I saw over there, you know, in, in, in the mountains. It's not the same thing. <coughs> but, but this is like the Ikra Havaida. You know, so those are the things. In other words, what's said is that it's true that the Derech HaBalshamtiv emphasized so much using this world as a means of reaching a higher world. So that's what, like, the, the Heintike, you know, that's like a lot of what we've taken from that. So it's beautiful, uh, 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 what the Chassidim what meant by having Shtibler. <coughs> so you went to every town in Poland, and there was a Gerish Shtibler, and there was an Alexander Shtibler, right? And you went, and here in Galicia, there was a, there was a Belza, and a Jikova Shtibler, and a Dinova Shtibler. You know, you went, and every place you had Shtibler, and you walk into a Shtibler, and it wasn't supposed to be like, you know, that cold feeling of being in the in a temple, and it should be with a, you know, with a certain kind of a, a Balabatish kite, and it should be Hamish when you walk in and feel good. So the Hamishkite, in other words, that warmth of a shtibel, Baruch Hashem you have now in the shtibel also. The warmth of a shtibel. But what was, the, that warmth in the shtibel, if you talk to the Jews, there were no shtibel, and the stolen, the slonim, a shtibel, and the bells, the garish shtibel, and Morrison and Lodge, and in, and, and in Russia, those shtibel, yeah, it was with that, that feeling of warmth, and it was a, and it was a, a, a glass of, a glass of schnapps. But what, but a davening, a screaming and a yelling, and avoidant feeling and Torah with a brand. That's what it, that's where it led. It wasn't just like, like, our shtibble such a gewaldige place. And you know, it's a good cholent and we have a nice conversation. That warmth of, of the chsisha shtibble, they've taken, Baruch Hashem. But that was a warmth that was supposed to take you somewhere else. It wasn't just, you know, we have the best cholent on the block. Or, or, you know, uh, you know, we, we have a great, great bunch of guys and, you know, it, it, it's all true, and the feeling of having a chevra, avad, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent, to have a chevra, and with that chevra to feel, you know, the, the camaraderie and the com- That's true, but that's all a means of avoda. And the and the chevra, the chevra was like we saw in the that sit and Jews that of course they're chaverim and they can live together, and and that's a big thing. Exists the Rebbe talks on the next page to tell jokes and to have and to and to and. But all of that was to be able to form that 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 kind of relationship that now we could sit and talk about the Rebbein Shalom. Not that that was a talkless. The talkless was, you know, the guys. Like we have a great bunch of guys over here. That's not the talkless. The talkless is, no. So now you've developed these human relationships like I spoke about last year, Shabbos HaGadol, the Indian of Shir Shir. And from this lower level of Ahava, from the love of friends, that one is able to move forward and to open up the, and to, and to, and to what develop those feelings of love for Torah and for Ganesh Baruch and for Klai Yisrael. But not just to be stuck in like some, some, some small place, which the Rebbe says right now, that's also a nice thing. And even if it ends up just being in that way, but that's not the Tachlis. So that's what he says over here. Lo Yishor Bisayrus Gufani Slovad. But the Tachlis, the Tachlis is just to sit with a bottle of schnapps. That's not the Tachlis. And I have this, I have this, this conversation with my children all the time. My, my children, Baruch Hashem, they love to sing. My wife's the daughter of a cousin. 
and all the girls, it's like a choir, and my son also, Baruch Hashem, has a beautiful voice, I like to sing. So, so, you, you know, the second I enter in, it causes like a problem. Because <laughs> I don't, my father was a dry, was a dry cleaner, you understand? So, so I enter into the niggin, so they try to be good like the family, you know. Uh, one or two they don't try so hard, but the, most of them they try to be good about it. But it, it certainly does not, you know, I don't know how to find the, I don't know how to find the key. I don't even know what that means. Because it sounds fine to me when I, but I don't know how to find that place. And they're all holding in a certain place. And, and then like it messes up the niggin. And then you'll have, and then you'll have with the kids, I had this conversation with a mamish every Friday night that, that they're having this, they're singing a beautiful thing and one of the children tries to make a certain harmony and the other one says, no, no, in the middle of the niggin, no, no, that's not. And I always say, I say, Kendall, what about, is anybody here thinking about the words, can you raise your hand? Anybody thinking about, or, or a thought of Kedusha? I understand we want to be the, you know, the, the Midwood Road Choir. <laughs> I said, you know, and we want to sound like, you know, beautiful, but, you're forgetting it. I said, you're forgetting the taklas of a nigan is to, is, is vacas. It's to get close to Takarish Baruchu. And if we're going to just, if there's going to be just stomach choir and it's beautiful to make sounds, but what's the taklas of the nigan? The taklas of a nigan is to go somewhere. A nigan is a tnuah. It means a nigan consists of movements. And a movement is supposed to move you. Just like in Lashna Kaidish, the letters have nakudas. And the nakudas is supposed to move you someplace. Right? And and if the niggin is just uh, the tachlis of the niggin is to make a nice sound, so that is not. It's still nice, it's still good, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not what the tzaddikim are talking about. It's not what the tzaddikim are talking about. So you can't stay. He says the 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 mature. He says the mature chosid is lo yishar service of He doesn't just stay in the music or stay with the bala snaps or stay or like you have with the levushim. Even thinking of the levushim, the levushim was a. The Levushin, see, this is a very big thing, how a person dresses But it wasn't meant stam, like, you know, some sort of competition, or just a Levush, a Chitzayin there's there's, It has its role also, it has its place. Not that it's Yisai, but it has its place. But only as a means of getting somewhere. Not as a means of, uh, 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 of trying to outdo somebody else, or to look a it has a, it, It's supposed to do something also to get somewhere. Right, take if your iris and nefesh baruch. So in the life of the mature chassid, so <clears throat> he was able to very quickly move from the level of guf to nefesh to ruach to neshama and to go to that place. There would be his service of neshama, an awakening of neshama. <laughs> The tzaddikim, the koyach of his bonus in this world, we, you know, like that always, you know, one of the, there are certain Rambams, there are certain Rambams that are, that are always quoted. So, so one of the Rambams is what the Rambam talks about in the beginning, but the Rambam talks about that a, that a person, and he looks at this world, umiyad, and immediately when he looks at the world, he's filled with the love and an, and an awe of the one who created all of this, right? See, it's like every guy, like, you know, remembers this Rambam, and he'll tell you, like, that's, you know, that's why he likes the world so much. Or that's why he's involved so much, and that's why, you know, he has to go to college when he's 16, and whatever, you know, all these things, right? Miyad, oyev. So, like, you know, that was the Rambam. And that's how the Rambam studied medicine, and, and everything else that he studied. But whether or not you're transported by your, by your, you know, by your, uh, 
But your hour and a half in the cafeteria in college, whether or not you're taking it to the same place as the Rambam, I don't know. Whether you're going to the same place the Rambam went when he, when he was thinking about these things. When he was thinking. <clears throat> and, and the Balatanya, the Alter Rebbe, when he spoke about the Rebbe Abzushi, you know, the Rebbe Abzushi was a, the Rebbe Abzushi Kiyadua was a person of unbelievable hispilus and hisrakshis. The Rebbe Abzushi and the Kedushas Levi were, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't keep them in one place for a second. The, the, the Rebbe Abzushi was mamish flying all the time. And it's also known that the Avoid of the Balatanya was what was, was, the Avoid of the Tanya was with more Messinas, was, was, was in a quieter way. Was in a quiet way. So once the Balatanya, so once the, the Balatanya was, was standing with a, with a glass of, of tea, and somebody mentioned about the Avoid of the Rebbe Abzusha. And the Tanya stopped. They were, they were very good friends. And the Tanya said, he says that Tzaddik, the Rebbe Abzusha, his Avoidah is with his Shrakshus and his Pilas, and all the Malochim, all the angels are mamish trembling from his Avoidah. He says, I have a different way. And when he said, when he started to talk, there were, the, his son was there, so then the Tanya stopped when he was saying this, and he went into a Dvekas. And when the Tanya was in Dvekas, they didn't see his eyeballs, it became white, and it was a whole thing. And the son said that the Tanya was standing there with a, with a, with a hot glass of tea, like this for a few minutes, and then the, the glass of tea exploded, the glass. He didn't move. The whole glass of tea exploded all over the place. The son was there when it happened. But it went all over the place. He just was standing still. And the whole thing blew up. Whatever that, whatever that means. With the avoid of Sadiqim. So he's saying that I'm not like the Rebbe Bzusha. I'm, I'm very uh, calm. <laughs> you know, but in the meantime, you got to watch out for the teeth if you're in the room, right? I'm, uh, it doesn't happen to me. I don't get carried away. The Tanya said, "I'm in control. I'm in control." So, you, so you didn't see the evarm of the Balatanya. You didn't see when, when he, even though it's machloikis, after if the Tanya was nifter, it was the derech of the. Uh, okay, but anyway, so the Tanya was the Tanya went in such a way where you didn't see the srakshas, the spilus in such a way. But the Rebbe Zushi and the Kedushas Levi are jumping and doing somersaults and everything. But this was the way of the Tzaddikim. <coughs> so, Ashikam the Shemosah Tisayur, it is Galibi Kibu Kalachat Kifi Matsova Kifi Hashosh Aymidba. Gam as Hamnorba Beis Hamikdash Hidliku Badovazar. So the Rebbe explains that the Menorah in the Beis Hamikdash was lit from a fire and the fire came from someplace else. In words, even though the fire came from someplace else, but the Koran would not leave the menorah. It, was, it wasn't, it was, and, and it didn't even have to. I mean, that's also that's a discussion that we shown. It didn't have to come from the Koran, right? The hadlock of the menorah didn't have to be from the But the Koran wouldn't leave the menorah until what? That means that even though something doesn't have to come originally from a place of absolute holiness from the Koran. But the Kohen sticks with it. He stays with it until the fire is mamish, a fire, a fire of the menorah. So it's the same thing with one's experiences in this world. It doesn't have to come from someplace that so that 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 itself, in of itself, is holy. <coughs> but the but the way of chesedus is to stay with it until what? Until the fire is uh, until the fire <coughs> is ignited. cotton <coughs> Now that's an adult. That's a mature chassid. Now the thing with a child is the child will stay with the with the with the physical stimulation. So the child, let's say, you know, you'll 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 go 
you'll go and you'll see something, uh, you'll go into the Grand Canyon. And I was not there, but my parents always talk about it. And it was beautiful, it's beautiful. They were there like 25, 30 years ago, but they still talk about it. But that's a hysteroxious that you know, a person has. So you take a child, and the child, you go with the child, and you, you look at, you and I, if we stand there by the Grand Canyon, which is supposed to be so beautiful, you stand there, you look at the Grand Canyon, and whoo, and you have hysteroxious from the beauty of it, and what, uh, and from there you begin to think, any one of us would think of my Rabbi, Masech, Hashem, wow, Shalom made such a world, but the, the child's not necessarily going to that place of Marab Masach Hashem, but he has a physical, you know, he'll think, well, you know, he'll be excited about it, and like, you know, can we jump in? And he's, you know, he's thrilled by the, by the experience, but it, that doesn't mean that it takes him to somewhere else. Still the Rebbe says, but that's also precious. Why? Because even that physical stimulation has within it a little bit of a ha'or, a, a, a kav, a, 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 a what? A little bit of a, um, of a ray. A little bit uh, from the nefesh. In other words, even the most basic physical stimulation, even the simplest physical stimulation, as we spoke about a lot in B'nai Machshavatova, is, is on some level the neshama trying to make its way into your life. You're excited, right? We spoke about that a lot. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, you're excited. And that excitement also, dakim and is a shaykhist to the nefesh, as opposed to being totally out of things and unstimulated and not, not to have a shaykhist, not to have any instructions. Mirochok aleha yizrach. This simple physical stimulation is the nefesh, and if it's the nefesh, it means it's connected to the ruach. The ruach is connected to the neshama. Making it's coming from far away into your life. From far away. And that's what we spoke about. Why people, why, why is the people so much sugar to go to movies and things like this? Why is so much, what's the, what's the, you know, what is it so, what, what's, why is it so enjoyable? Because they, they, they because they're excited by things. They see things that they know, you know, you, you know, you look at a, you look a movie and all these kind of uh, adventures and things going on. I'm talking about even the ones that, like, you know, even the ones that, uh, you know, are uh, innocent and, and just stomp. It's fun, you know, whatever. Face a show, little, little rascals, whatever it is you like. Yeah, whatever it is you like. I remember, I don't know how, I must have been, this is like one of my earliest memories, is of some, my mother was watching some show and she was laughing. And my parents don't, don't laugh much. And, and I heard my mother laughing. So I, I, I must have been watching the TV in the other room. So I, I went to see what's my mother so happy about. And I remember that it was like one of these silent, you know, like some, like some 1920s something film. And there was like, a, and there was a dog that hijacked a car. And there's a dog that's driving and all the police, like, but in the old things, you know, how they go very fast, you know. And this dog is going like, and, and the, and my mother is like, like, I never saw my mother like so happy. <laughs> now she's laughing. And I thought to laugh. It's so good to see my mother happy like that. And, <clears throat> that kind of a, uh, that kind of a, of a, of a simcha that, you know, normally in life, you know, like, you don't have dog, like dogs driving cars, you know, and police chasing him and stuff like that. You don't, <clears throat> the police aren't even chasing human dogs. Forget about dogs that are dogs. So, so, when a person watches a show, so there's a, you know, you get, you get, you know, you're, it's a, it's a way to get, out of 
at the regular life. I used to think, you know, you, you had these shows that were week after week, like these, like, you know, like mysteries or different things. And I remember thinking as a little kid, boy, these people really have interesting lives. And stuff like that never happens to me. You know, I never, I never ha- it never happens to me. Like the things that these people go through. Like I just go to school and the most exciting thing is if I got barbecue potato chips instead of regular. <laughs> like that's the most exciting thing that happened to me. But these people, wow, look what's going on and all kinds of things. And like how come, how come Superman never showed up, you know, by us? He always shows up in these other places. I never saw him. And <clears throat> so you understand that for a person to have his structures and his spiders, the movies, the television, the, to read a book, to read a novel, life is life is so boring. It's rubbish. There's nothing doing. You take this book, you read this book, and you you know you like you like in King Arthur's court. It's terrific. But the truth is that even when you were in King Arthur's court, there wasn't much happening. But all of all uh, literature and art and music, it's all the stimulation. And in Dach Echsides. In Darach Hasidus, what the what what the what the Rebbe is saying is that even that there's something precious to it. That that it's a moment of of hisrakshas. But like we spoke about in, the, in that Torah so many times, okay, so the, the the door of the prison has been opened, but now you have to go somewhere, you have to do something with it, you have to you have to do something. That's stam. But that's that's you see that's what's dangerous about all of that because the movies are so stimulating. But then what do I do with it? Then no, the, what do I what do I do with the stimulation? Certainly, you're not, you can't go to the Bereshit with this kind of with the stimulation because it's all because it's, you know what is it? They don't know they don't know they don't know where to go with this stimulation. So that's what that causes a lot of arguments. Now, the same thing with the music. The music gives a, gives some sort of a charge. And now what? <clears throat> what do you do with the charge? So a fire that was taken, but it was taken to the menorah. <clears throat> that's what this means. So there's a fire. You light a menorah. But what happens if you have a fire and you have no menorah? So that's what ha- that's what happens is the children are growing up with a fire. Never have children been looking for a fire as much as they are now. So we're getting closer to the Mashiach. So children are looking for a fire, but but no one's showing them the way to the menorah. So they have the fire, but they don't see any menorah. So then so they so they listen to so they listen to some you know some crazy music, or they'll go looking for some crazier you know experience because they have the fire, but no one's showing them the way to the menorah. That's what the Rebbe's talking about. So the cotton remains in that place. But he says, okay, no. He says, the child has a shaykhist to his nefesh. By going through these exciting things, the child has a shaykhist to the nefesh. So, you, so, if you, so if you take your kid, you know, uh, and the kid's having fun, it's such a gewaltige thing. That in itself is a choshiva thing. Then the child that's excited Pesach night, because he sees how the how the house looks different, he sees how how beautiful everything is clean, and how everything looks in the house. <coughs> and he sees all the candles more than usual. The most beautiful kalim he sees now, he sees the table is is set for Pesach. <coughs> Gam kein toivhu. So this is so the Rebbe says this is structures, this is pilus, this is also this is good. This is a good thing, even though the kid might not start you know thinking about Yitzhak Mitzrayim and what it means to be a Ben Chayrin and Chayrus and what does it mean the godless of a Jew. He might not think about that, but this itself that the memories that we have as children, right? <clears throat> that that experience of Pesach, which I'm not going to get into why that you know 
the, the whole Indian now, right? And seeing the waiter standing there, <coughs> you know, all of these experiences. <laughs> so kigufa misragish mizer, right? All the avoided preparing for a yontiv, ay, the avoided for a pesach. The child's misragish from it. The strongest memories. So when the kid's going through, the kid's not thinking anything about Ruchnius at the time. But the, the experience is a Choshev experience. V'navshok p'nimah mevatzbetzis and his nefesh is bubbling inside it. It's something that comes to life. U'misrageshes. V'amiris ha'hagodah. Even though the kid's not thinking, the kid's not thinking, you know, about all the the deeper meaning of the Haggadah and so on, but the Nigun and the songs and, and the family has a certain, you know, the Haggadah and the Seder. And that's why we have all these physical things that we do during the Seder. So, you know, so you have and then the carpus and, and, and the salt water and you have this and that, all these physical things. Ke'ilu, ke'ilu. To get you into that ke'ilu. So the kid doesn't get to the to the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. It's true, the kid isn't a bunch of a shaykhist to that. But the ke'ilu itself is good. And was the experience itself is something that, that, that the nefesh in the world of Kedusha is being awakened. The kid doesn't know what it means. He's saying it slowly. We have to think more always about this that the Rebbe has been speaking about from the beginning. You have to go with the derech of the child. And the child doesn't understand the meaning of it. So he doesn't understand the, the Haggadah on a deeper level and what it's all about. But his derech is to move him through these experiences. And that his experiences should be in the world of Yiddishkeit. That's where he should experience the excitement. That's where he should experience the Hisrakshas. V'yef shalahem acheres. And there's no other way to do it. With children, nowadays, why? Because nowadays the kids are already looking for these. They're already looking for the thrill that we spoke about. They're looking for excitement from the earliest age. They're growing up too fast. And their hargoshes, their emotions are, are rushing ahead at an early age, before they have the seichel to, to, to understand. And even though the child is not going to go, is, is not going to necessarily connect in the etzim of his nisham and his, on a soul level, with what, with this, it's not going to bring him to the level of neshama through this physical experience in Yiddishkai. Even though the whole Islavus is only physical, it's just very simple. And that's why he says, you'll see a child that's shuckling, and a child that's, you know, and the child is like, you know, he's, he's, he's going, he's acting like he's into it. So it's the foolish, it would be a foolish thing to tell a child that's shuckling this and that, to tell him, to go over and say, come on, you know, uh, you don't really feel anything. Certainly not when he's a little, maybe he's a little bit older, you know, in a, in a very subtle way. Because the fact that the child, the, the fact that the child is, 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 um, is 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 getting physically involved in, in, in a mitzvah or in tefillah, even though he doesn't know what he's saying. You, know, so you see the kid shuckling, so you ask him, what does it mean? You want to prove to the kid that, he, that he's shuckling for nothing. 
So you say, what does it mean? Because I don't know. So what are you shockling about? That's not that's not right. That's not fair. It's not fair. The shockling means that there's something kind of there's some he, he's getting physically engaged in this thing, which he knows is Farshab. He doesn't know what it means, but he knows it's the Vaishlam's business. That's good. I mean not in a way that obviously makes a you know a scene or something that he has to learn how to be at Sanua, you know. But still it's 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 um he knows it's a Baruch's business. And th- and th- and that's good. Gam Kain Tayvu. It's also good. Kevin Shemakadusha Misragesh. Because he has the instructions from being in shul. He has the instructions from, not from the words, but from being in shul, from being with the siddur. From a nigga, he gives him instructions. He likes to dance. He doesn't know what it means. And if you, if you ask him, he doesn't understand. He doesn't, it's not holiness. <coughs> so as they begin to get older, right? So as the children grow, so we, so we can begin to say, no kinderluk, a little bit more with the, with the nigga, a little bit more. And let's understand. But, but when you see this in children, so it's not, it's not the, it's not silly. It's a very good thing. Because what's causing it to be misragish? What's causing it to be misragish is kedusha. And his ragshus gufonis makdusha ubomiskashe uchshayigdal yekla liyas chosedamis. This child who already, already from the beginning, his experiences, his excitement is in these things of kedusha. It'll be easier for him as he grows up, as he gets older. It'll be easier for him to be a chosid emes, an emes dekir chosid. His instructions, his pilots is from these things. It's from these things. So there is a difference between watching a little kid going crazy over a baseball card and a little kid going crazy over a godel card. Because you, you, as a mature person, you say, oh, God, this thing is really not, this is silly, you know, godolim cards, and, you know, what do you really know about this godel? You know, you're fighting, I'll trade you, you know, uh, I'll trade you one, one ramosha for two of these, and, you know, Right, <clears throat> and 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 even though you could say, okay, in a chenam, like we spoke about a few weeks ago, what happens to these children when they grow up? One has to keep, there has to be a careful careful shmir of all the children. But the kind of instructions, the kind of experiences that a kid will have in in May Sharmer Williamsburg as a seven, eight, nine year old, those experiences, the physical experiences that he has. Are, are different from the physical experiences that the children will have over here. That doesn't mean it's going to necessarily, the kid over here might end up being a tzaddik and that kid could end up in trouble. doesn't mean that they end up, you know, but it's a good beginning. The problem is how do you, how do you take care of that fire? Not all of the, not all the parents there are doing that. <clears throat> and, and, and then you have situations where it might not start off in the right way, but it's being taken care of in a better way later on. But, but but it's a good thing to begin. It's a good thing to begin that way. In other words, that kid is getting all excited because because this Rebbe came from Israel now, and the blocks and the blocks are packed with people carrying torches, and they're greeting and they have signs up all over Bruchim Haboyim Sadik Boliir. It's still better than being at the Yankee Parade at the way after the World Series, no? It's still more chashiv, you would say. I mean, well, I think we'll mask him. We'll mask him. That it's more chashev, and the child, the child sees ten thousand Jews lined up on the streets greeting a tzaddik. That makes a rishon on a child, and it opens up. He, in other words, he's he knows that this excitement is connected to the Yiddishkeit. 
Whereas the other one that, that they that you know he, that they gave they gave him off, you know, the parents winked and they let him go to the Yankee parade, and he's standing there, or his father's taking him, he's proud of his boy, and they go there, and they're you know, and they're watching Derek Jeter wave from the car, and the kids and, and they're misragish now, and everybody's shuckling, closing their eyes, and this avoid, you know, there's a difference. You gotta admit, there's a difference. There's a big difference. There's rakshas, there's pilots. So everybody says, nah, the chassidim is not for me. The chassidim, oh, okay, I'm not saying the chassidim in Williamsburg or, or Meisham. I'm not talking about the social thing. I'm not talking about the clothing of the strime. I'm talking about playing and poshit. That's what the kids, that's the only kind of, that's the only time in, those, in the lives of those little kids that they're going to line up for a parade. They're not going to a Yankee parade. Nobody goes to a Mets parade, but to a Yankee parade. <laughs> they're not going to a Yankee parade. Right? It's not, it's not gonna, they're not gonna go to that. <laughs> but they see, they see when a tzaddik comes to Mechus Yisrael, tzaddik bali Ooh. The vision of the Rebbe comes from Muncie for Shabbos in Williamsburg. And the children stand there, and they're fighting together. And, and, and then it's always interesting. You know, when you're with people who are more enlightened like ourselves, and you go to a tish, so they, they look at the derision. What kind of pushing and shoving? What's the matter with you? Oh, if it would be by the Yankee, if it would be by the World Series, the fact that you're standing in the you're, you're standing someplace in the, in the by general admission, and and people are screaming and yelling, you say this is the derech, this is the true path. If you really love the Yankees, you will push and shove. If you really love the if you really love this team, you will be mice and for the team. But I always found that. But, but when the enlightened come in the day and they see the chassidim are getting a little rough. Oh, oh, this is, look at these uncivilized people. Look how uncivilized they are. I mean, think about it. <clears throat> look how uncivilized they are, because what? Because, they're, they're, because you're marching and they're marching. It's, we're all marching. And that's good. The only chilik is, to what tune are they marching and to what tune are we marching? That's the only chilik. Right? So, the, so that kid's standing there, and the child's coming, to, and, and, and you're standing there. That's the hillock. But everybody's marching. Everybody's marching to a different again. That's all. So we all have to, we ha- a, 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 an has to admit that there's a hillock. There's got to be a hillock. There's got to be a hillock. Right? So we were in Yushalayim. By, by the Gerab is, by the Chasna, and you see kids that, like, you see kids, you see adults that, like, are risking their lives, standing, like, you know, climbing up to some place, like, standing, and if a, if a wrong wind comes, he's a goner. Look at this, like, these Chasidim are going, like, climbing into these places that, where no man has gone before. What? Because to, to get a better look, a better sense, to be able to see, you know. So, so again, so the people who are enlightened to think, this is, these people, they're crazy. They're crazy. He does that. They're doing it for feeders kite. They're doing a feeders kite, and, and, and the other guy's doing it for. He's doing it for, for, for just a physical thing, for nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. Say in In the beginning, it's a physical experience, but the Rebbe says, but it'll be easier for him to be an emzdikichosid later in life. It's a lot harder for our kids to get into Madragas, even though Hashem, many of them are succeeding and they're working hard. But they'll tell you themselves it is. It's a lot harder. Because they're, they're, they feel that they're fighting against the current. They're not going with the current. And that's what I spoke about a few weeks ago. If you get one of these Jews, like one of these Chastinish so I, I mentioned a few weeks ago that even though sometimes God forbid, he himself, the father, is not going in the right way. I mean, he looks like he's like, 
But for the kid, the kid will do everything to get the kid to be a tzaddik. No matter what, the kid, he wants his kid to be a tzaddik. And you could, and I said that a few weeks ago, you could try that. You could find one of these guys, Hashem Yerachim, could be the biggest oisvar. The biggest oisvar. That you wouldn't, you would never go and do what he does with, or what he's involved in. Mit the brood and pace. You would never do it. <coughs> and you'll meet his kid and you can't believe it. The kid's like a malach Hashem Sevakis. And, and the father would never, ever, ever, the, what the father would tell you is that if my kid turns out like me, I would kill myself. <laughs> I'd kill myself. I want my, I want my kid, he's making a big mistake because he thinks he's not, but if my kid would turn out like me, it's not like he takes his kid for that trip. He wants his kid to be a tzaddik. It's a very big chiluk. I spoke about it a few weeks ago. It's a big chiluk. He wants his kid to have that kind of instructions. Not, not, you know, <clears throat> I'm a Yankee fan, my son's a Yankee fan. And they both put on Yankee uniforms and they go to the parade together. That's my boy, you see that? <laughs> of course I'm exaggerating a little. <laughs> so th- this, this, is a, this is a big... As he gets older, it'll be easier for him. Same thing with a, a child doesn't understand Gemara and Taisvis the same way as an adult, and a child doesn't understand the world the same way as an adult understands. But it's good that he's saying the Gemara and Taisvis. It's good that he's learning. It's good that he's learning. But you're not going to say, listen, you don't really understand Taisvis, so you might as well not look at Taisvis. What we say is, do your best, and it's good that you're, it's good that you're thinking about a Taisvis. The fact that it didn't, you know, you didn't get it right, it's okay. You'll get it when you're older, but you're in Taisvis. So what are you going to tell a kid that he, that the kids the kids you know because the kid doesn't always get the right shot in Taisvis? You know better. You should you should forget about that and read some Stephen King novel because that you're going to understand. But you have to be crazy to say such a thing. My kid's learning Taisvis, Baruch Hashem. So it's even if he's not getting it right all the time, he'll get it right. But this is what he's doing, and he's talking over Taisvis instead of talking over some silliness. Therefore, even even the beginner's Gemara, even though he doesn't get, he doesn't get it so much in the beginning, but still, the But this, but but through this through this limud and through this havan, he's having he makes a hiskashus with Torah. He makes a hiskashus with Torah. His soul becomes attached to Torah. Becomes attached to Torah. That's why I'm going to tell you something really, really radical that, that, you know, I could probably be arrested for saying over here. But it's okay. But it's, but because it's, because it's the way of the Torah and there's nothing to be, there's nothing to be, uh, to apologize about. The truth is that I, I personally think it would be much better if for the first couple of years the kid would have no, no English in school at all. Nothing. Nothing. Just, just Torah and Havayda. I'm not saying there should never be English. But it should be that, it should be Mamish from the beginning. With with his with that with his spilers with his shrugshus with an avoider that my whole life is tired, and then just slowly a little bit after after two three years then you start you know okay it's true we have to learn this we have to study that you say that but kaidish just kula kaidish at the beginning that the child's whole experience is a yiddish experience his whole experience is Jewish at the beginning. But we, you know, but but from the beginning, you give him these things and these things, and the kid right away, he, right away, in the little kid's mind, Torah is competing with English. 
because social studies were doing this project, and today's project sounds more interesting than today's than today's pasuk. It's a problem. It's not really no project could be as interesting as a pasuk. Just it might be that the way the English teacher is a better teacher than the one who's teaching the pasuk. It's not supposed to be that way. But but in the mind of a child, we're going on a science, we're having a science fair. You know, because the English stuff, they, they have they, they, all these projects and stuff. And when it comes to Torah, the Rebbe says, oh, Here we go again. But when it comes to when it comes to the other class, okay, so everybody take out, you know, yesterday's project, and they do this and do that. So, okay, so thank God most of the teachers uh, in English are not good either. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't happen like it doesn't get such a, you know, fierce competition. But but uh, if there are good, if there are some good teachers... So then what happens, so then what happens is that the kids like, uh, it's not going so well. And it's in a foreign language. It's in a foreign language, which right away, the nature of a person is not to hear it so much. And then you come to the English, so there you are, you're by the Yankees again. And you hear the good stuff, and interesting things, and they're talking about, you know, uh, you know, history. It is interesting. And then, and it's good to know. It's nice. It's nothing. But, if it would at least give Torah a chance, let it let it take hold of this of the neshamas a little bit. Can you imagine if, we, if I start to start a campaign? No English in school until third grade. Just think about that. What that, what that would mean? You know, go share it with your wives and, and mothers. You know, this latest thing that we spoke about. But but if we if we don't think for forget about all the politics and all the other things and certifications and boards. I don't know all that stuff. Just plain push it. To make Hashem is Baruch happy. That sounds like it would be the best thing. Give, give Torah, it should be only Torah. Only Torah and only Tefillah. And take him on trips. A father, take him on trips to see Yiddish things, to go to Jewish neighborhoods, take him to see the, the, the Baba Rebbe Sukkah. You know, take him on trips, 100%. Projects, 100%. All the modern things. Whatever you could do to get them excited. Then Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit has already been ignited. And now we have to a couple of years, then we'll, we'll have some social studies and other stuff. Some science. Yeah, I'll tell you something else. The kid could still end up passing the regions. He's still end up passing the regions. This whole, this whole thing, like it's, no, no, what are we doing? What are we doing? He's being, he's being, he'll never get a job. He'll never get, he'll never get into a college. That's all, that's all so silly. It's not even true. It's not even true. When my, when, when my son, when my Yosher Zelik started in Cheder, they, they didn't have for the first week, there was no English at all. And it was a whole tumult. It was fine with me. It was fine with me. And I and I, I went to college, I went to graduate school, I understand the whole Indian, but it was fine with me. So he he could hold his own with anybody in, you know, in, in the English stuff. He's fine. Then it seems that, the, you know, children are able to, children are able to, do, to, to catch up. They're okay. Adults slow down a lot, but kids are fine. But at least that way it would be Kula Torah. Kula Torah. That's the right thing to do, but we can't do it. Our, our hands are tied. Our hands are tied by gullahs. And, and there's nothing that we could do. But that's the right, that's the right way. <coughs> so we'll continue to Shem next week to talk, to finish up the Hagdam. So it's Chaydish.